Sucker Punch Tuesday night. It's Maestro. It's Joe Habib. We are back for our latest edition of a Tuesday night show for everyone here. These corporate media types take us for suckers. We're tired of it. We're throwing counter shots, jabs, hooks, crosses, uppercuts, triple hooks. And we're taking down the narratives and questioning the very things sometimes that we're even being told to do. What is good, my brother Joe Habib? How is it? It's showtime. It is indeed showtime. And uh, look, there's no perfect way to start the discussion here, uh, the discussion that we have tonight. And I'm reminded of the topic essentially every time I get up. I got to get my keys. I got to get my wallet. You know, it's getting colder now. Now I got to also get my jacket. Oh, wait, I forgot my mask. Got to go run back and get it. Got to make sure that it's being worn at all times. You know, I don't want to be labeled the the bad guy. You know, got to put the mask on. Don't want to be getting those shady looks my way. I don't want to offend anybody. So I cover my face, I cover my nose, and I proceed along with my day. Joe, uh, what about you? I mean, do you carry that trusty mask with you at all times? Got a box in the car because you never know who's going to tell you to slap it on. Go to the doctor's office. You got to wear the whole thing while you're waiting in the waiting room. You can't even breathe. It's beyond beyond irritating i can say i got to agree with you and look i remember quite clearly when i got my vaccine uh the double dose i mean it might be time for triple dose at some point and i got the vaccine willingly actually uh because i believed at the time that it would lead to me not having to wear the mask much longer. Um, here I am, many, many months later, uh, wearing the mask dutifully, may I add, uh, without complaint most of the time. You know, I'm required to do it at work. I'm required to do it on the subway. I'm even required to do it on the rail, uh, outdoors, and... Uh, I got to be honest, Joe, I'm getting a little bit tired of it. And you know what? Every time I watch boxing, I see things that honestly don't often make much sense to me. This was Terrence Crawford's win on Saturday night. Let's have a look. stop Sean Porter. No man has done that. So if we rewind that just a sec, uh, what you'll essentially see, look at this picture, zoom in on it. We've got... Referee, no mask. We've got Terrence Crawford, no mask. Uh, Apparently, we got cut man and other man in his corner, mask. Uh, Joe, please explain what's going on there. What's the logic of that? Uh, What's up with mask wearing in corners uh, when people have been tested? I've got a theory that it's essentially some kind of a virtual signal. But, Joe, I want your opinion. Why? 
why are people like wearing a mask and not wearing a mask and wearing a mask? We see it in boxing all the time. And I think it's symptomatic of kind of what we see in society at large. Everybody that has a mask on is tested for COVID before they go in the ring. If you're the trainer and you test positive for COVID, you can't can't be in your fighter's corner. So if you're negative, then why do you got to wear the mask? Oh, well, you can catch it in the in the three hours it takes for you to get ready and get in the ring. Uh, come on, man. It's just like when you go into the restaurant, you have to wear the mask, but then when you sit down, you take it off. It's just like having to wear the mask at your office, but then you know you 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 leave your office and you're not wearing your mask. So w- what is it all for? We've we've had all these protocols, and I know the science is constantly evolving. Yeah, but the science has to also make sense, okay? You can't tell people they, they, they can't have social gatherings, but they can protest in large groups. You can't go to large events, but you can do other things, right? And if you're a politician, you could do whatever you want. You know, it's 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 not for me. It's for thee, right? So, again, the inconsistencies, um, the science that just doesn't make sense, right? And the constant lies, and as you said, the constant virtue signaling, right? You like that? I, I see people driving in their cars. No one's in the car with them, and they're wearing a mask. I see people outside walking. And the next person's a football field away from them. And they're wearing a mask. Let your immune system do what it was meant to do. Don't suppress it, right? What are you going to do? Wrap yourself in saran wrap before you go out in public, right? It's, it's just not, what, we're, it's not what, what we are. This isn't what we were supposed to be. We fought off diseases before. We got we, we had polio. We got the polio vaccine, right? And, and we took care of that. I know this vaccine is still new, but it seems to be effective. I tested positive for COVID a year ago. A year ago yesterday, right? And I have not had one sniffle since. Obviously, I have the antibodies. Now I got I'm vaccinated as well. So now I'm asking myself. What is it? Is it the antibodies? Is it the the vaccine? History is showing us that when you develop antibodies, right? Because we had the big flu pandemic way back when in 1918, I believe it was. People all got it. Unfortunately, a lot of people died, right? The vulnerable died, which which always happens. And it's a shame, but it, it happens, right? But then people started develop developing an immunity to the flu, just like they will develop an immunity to this virus. I believe they're saying that a great percentage of this country, um, we're, we're close, we're, we're, we're close, closing in on herd immunity here. That's what, that's what this, that, that's, what, that's what they're saying. So, so again, you give it, we you know, a lot, so such a large population has, uh, has had this, right? I think what eighty percent? What is it? Seventy percent or eighty percent of the people in this country are vaccinated. So, what are we doing? What is this all about? It has to be control. It has to be political. It's it's become an, a badge of being woke, a badge of being educated and enlightened. 
Let me put on the mask. Let me show everyone that I'm not one of these ignorant Fox News watching, Breitbart reading uh, degenerates. Uh, I'm going to put on a mask. I'm going to show everybody I'm a good, faithful citizen and uh, do as I'm told. And look, I've got to be honest with you. I'm breathing back what should be uh, sent away from my body nonstop. I don't know what the long-term health effects of this are. I honestly don't know. Oh, but my asteroid, you can't ask questions. You can't question things. I, I think I should be questioning things. I don't know how healthy it is to be speaking and breathing from behind a mask all day long. And, Joe, you said it. It's like you see people in their cars driving by themselves wearing the mask. And, look, just to take it back to boxing, I mean, it's, it's like all over the place. Even if a mask mandate were effective, uh, it would only be effective if it was enforced, right? And, look, let's go back to this weekend's fight. It's on order. Uh, and you'll you guys will see exactly what I'm talking about here. Have a look. Well, that's the toughest decision for a father or a trainer to make. What prompted you to stop the fight tonight? Honestly, it's preparation. So apparently, uh, the mask is not needed when you're giving an interview, right? Or the mask is not eating when you need, needed when you're sipping water uh, or eating. Um, Oh, but Maestro, it will uh, at least lower the occurrence of the transmission of the virus. We're going to get into that in a bit. But it's like all over the place. You you see Sam Watson behind. He's fully masked. Uh, he's been tested prior to being led into the event, I assume. Right, Joe? Uh, yeah. Then you've got Sean Porter's father not wear, wearing a mask because it's in strap. you got Sean Porter and Bernardo Asuna, no mask at all. Joe, I'm begging you, please, please, Joe, explain the scientific logic of what I just showed you. I can't. I can't do it. I, I, I don't understand it. I just don't. I just don't. And then you had some people wearing cloth masks, right? Other people wearing these paper masks that you get on Amazon. But I, if you talk to medical providers, they're using the real N95s that are sealed to the face, which is the most effective form. I was told by a lot of healthcare people that those masks that, that people were wearing, cloth masks and, and these other masks that you get on Amazon, they're not effective because you're not, you don't have the tight seal. Well, now, and, now go, go ahead, Joe. And then these nurses, they're not only wearing masks, they're, they're wearing face shields as well. Like you go to the dentist, the eye doctors, they're not just wearing a mask, they're wearing face shields now. They're doing everything. They're wearing PPE. PPE. So it's not like this whole thing that we're doing. Listen, I wore a mask. I still got COVID. People I know still, they wore a mask. They still got COVID, right? It's airborne. It's airborne. We're going to, we're going to get into the, a bit of the science right now. For those of you who are a little bored by scientists, bear with us. We're not going to spend too t much time on it, but I think it's important because as Joe B mentioned, you know, there's, all kind of conflicting thoughts and views and information going around there on the effectiveness of masks. And very early on, you know, Fauci, I'm not going to show that video, but people can look it up. I uh, said that people didn't need to wear masks. Then it switched to everyone should wear a mask pretty much at all times. Um, 
Now, a lot of the people who advocate the mask reference what I'm going to show right now. And it is a study that came out of the uh, University of Tokyo. And we'll have a look at it real quick. Researchers in Japan have found that masks are effective in preventing the spread of the coronavirus. The team includes Kawaoka Yoshihiro and Ueki Hiroshi at the University of Tokyo's Institute. Now, before I go any further, Joe, could you please describe the mask that you're seeing on the screen? Is that at the N95? Is that the typical mask that you see people wearing at work? That you see no. people wearing on the train? That you see people no. uh, even driving in their cars while wearing? Or that's is it something a, else? That's a sealed N95. See how see how there's no there's no no gaps in there at all. It's sealed right to its face. Institute of Medical Science. They used the actual COVID nineteen virus in testing masks for the first time ever. The researchers placed two mannequin heads facing each other. When they made and, the one infection... Uh, look, I'm not going to get into any more of that. Uh, Do you remember? It's obvious that that's not the mask that everybody wa- watches or or, you... or, 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 or or wears. Do you remember when Fauci said, oh, well, we told people they didn't have to wear a mask because he wanted to make sure the medical people, the medical providers, doctors, nurses, and healthcare workers had the masks. So we didn't want them to run out. But at the end of the day, you never gave us those masks. You gave, we, we got the, the cheap Amazon ones that don't seal your face tightly, that don't cover everything, right? You could still, you could still get it in your eyes. It's like you, you could still get it in your ears. Like You could still get it. It's not just your nose and your mouth. No, it, it's it's absolutely not. It's everywhere. It's airborne. Yes, and the the typical masks that people wear actually don't um, stop the flow of of air or you know through uh, that carries the 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 virus through that cloth. Uh, it just doesn't. So again, at what point are we going to say? As workers, enough is enough. Uh, I don't want to wear this mask anymore. I don't. I don't want to do this. I don't want to have to live behind a mask uh, for the rest of my, I don't know, decade. Are we going to be living like this forever? Uh, what is the benchmark at which we no longer have to uh, wear these masks on our face? Now, let's refer to. The expert on this, Mr. Fauci himself, and see what he has to say. Mm-hmm. But we're on a downward trend. We want to keep going on a downward trend. We're not going to be having to wear masks forever. But for now, particularly as the CDC recommends in indoor congregate settings, where you don't really have a good handle on who's vaccinated and who's not. Under those circumstances, the CDC still recommends appropriately that we wear masks. So according to him, it's about who's vaccinated and who's not. We discussed this the last time we talked about things related to COVID. Vaccinated are just as likely to transmit as unvaccinated. Um, They're almost as likely to be hospitalized as unvaccinated. Uh, What's the benchmark, Joe? What What do you think when you hear Fauci saying that it's going to end soon, but doesn't really give any specific details 
about when Maestro or Joe Habib is going to have to stop going to work and, you know, uh, wearing a mask in a restaurant. And we're going to get into that in a, in a moment because it's already starting to it's a, it's it's already starting to heat up, guys. Uh, it's already starting to heat up. We're gonna I'm going to show some fights, and they're not even the fights that take place between the robes. But Joe, what are your thoughts? Listen to Mr. Fauci there. They'll milk it for another two years. Unfortunately, they'll milk this. They'll continue to go on with all these mandates and they'll try to justify it. And it's going to continue to be a political talking point. It's going to continue to be that way. I, I have, I have uh, very little faith in Dr. Fauci, to be honest with you. I, I just think that he's uh, very uh, politically expedient. Um, we, we saw how he flip-flopped on a lot of things and basically did go with one party and went against the other party, which is fine if you want to do, you know, it's not fine if you're going to do that job, but if you want to belong to a political party and you want to vote one way, that's fine, but don't let it affect the science. Don't let it affect your medical advice, which he most certainly did. Most certainly did. He'd take a political stand on, on a lot of things. Um, he was asked, should people be protesting in large groups? He wouldn't answer the question, but he did say that they people should not be going to sporting events. People should not be going to parties. People should not be going to concerts. So how does the science apply to one group and not the other when everyone's a human being? So how do you trust this guy? You don't. You can't. You really can't. You're, you're absolutely right, Joe. And, you know, things are, are, are starting to heat up. Um, across the country, unfortunately. Uh, people are starting to get tired of masks. We're seeing people demonstrating about these uh, mandates. We're seeing school board meetings getting superheated and excited. Uh, and, you know, we're seeing people pushing back. I'm not justifying people being belligerent towards their fellow working class people who are just trying to do their job. But this is what's happening. I mean, Frontline workers are being put into positions where they almost have to act like police officers enforcing you know, vaccine card checks and mask wearing requirements. And unfortunately, it's leading to things like this. The defense of a hostess after a, the mask mandate led to another fight at a local restaurant. CBS 2's Tina Patel is live in Woodland Hills with a look at what happened. Tina, good morning. Good morning. And the staff at this restaurant say they were trying to just do their job, telling a man to follow the mask policy that's clearly marked both inside and outside the restaurant. They had no idea it would escalate the way it did. No, 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 no. Yourself. We've seen videos like this before, a customer getting angry after being asked to wear a mask inside. This time it happened at the Kabuki restaurant in Woodland Hills Sunday night. Joe, it, it, it's heating up. And what was interesting to me about that video? Did, uh, did, did they have footage of the fight, the actual fight? <laughs> uh, I can go back to more of it if you want here. Yeah, I want to watch it. Woman who took this video told her she pulled out her phone because she was worried about the hostess. I started 
to get nervous that she was going to be in trouble. So I started recording. The woman recording wasn't the only one who was concerned. Another customer tried to intervene. The maskless man pushed him. And that's when a man from the other side of the restaurant rushed up. The guy in the blue hoodie Whoa. comes out of nowhere and punches him in the face. And then, you know, it just, it just went so fast. Although the maskless man claimed he was assaulted, he left soon after. Police say no one requested medical help and no arrests were made. He jetted out of there as soon as he got, got that two-piece. That's crazy. Wow. Push it, and he pushes the old guy too, man. What a disgrace. Behavior was wrong, but she thinks he deserves the chance to explain his actions. Give him a chance. So that's it. I mean, look, workers are putting themselves on the front lines against workers. Um, they're being forced to enforce these requirements, these mandates. And look, what's interesting to me about this, I mean, it looks like in California, even sitting down at a restaurant, you have to wear a mask. Look at this guy trying to enjoy his meal. I don't know if it's sushi or what. And, you know, he's got a full mask on. Now, I remember Gavin Newsom a few months ago was called out. He's, by the way, the governor of California because he was saying that essentially when you're eating, uh, you should wear a mask. And then when you're ready to take a bite, lower the mask, put the food in, or better yet, under, cover, chew, and then do it again, only to be exposed because he was obviously um, at a private gathering, you know, with a bunch of lobbyists, not wearing a mask at all and obviously enjoying himself um, much to his, you know, uh, you know, uh, much against his uh, his dictates as as governor. Joe, what what do you feel? Uh, what do you think about the these workers, these frontline <laughs> People working in your CVS, working in your local restaurant, working in your supermarket, having to stand or walk around and tell people to put their masks on. It actually happened to me today, uh, funny enough. Um, I was actually not wearing a mask, but I had some coffee in a, in a cup, and the guy was about to tell me to wear the mask. And then I showed him the coffee, and he's like, yeah, that's okay. You're drinking coffee. Obviously, the virus doesn't transmit when you're drinking coffee, so you're good to go. You're fine. Joe. Doesn't transmit when you're drinking coffee. It doesn't transmit when you're eating. It doesn't transmit when you're protesting. It doesn't transmit when um, you're a politician and you're going to a, a big gala. Uh, doesn't you know? It doesn't transmit if if you're doing rallies, all this shit. So, I mean, <laughs> what are, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? You're absolutely right. And this is this is what's become interesting too. the fact that people um, are essentially not following mandates if they are of a certain social class. Uh, and, you know, those who serve them are following mandates. Now, I don't know if you've heard of a bill, House Bill 2021 uh, 44, it's a 2021 House Bill 4471. Um, I'm going to show it up on the screen over here. And I want to get your thoughts to this bill, Joe, and, and what it means. And also kind of what it says about the political dynamic right now between the 
two parties. So I'm going to read it out for you. Uh, House Bill 2021, because uh, 4471 is the number, ban requiring employees to get COVID and other shots. It's been introduced by Republican Sue Allor, Republican, on March 9, 2021, to prohibit employers from requiring an employee to get a vaccination for flu, tetanus, uh, diphtheria, and pertussis, uh, or COVID-19, or treating an employee who doesn't get the shot any different than those who do, including making him or her wear a face mask. Joe, uh, what are your thoughts on, on, on such a law? And what do you think it says at this point that now it seems as if, I mean, it's weird. The, the, the Democrats have always been pushing themselves as the party for workers. And it's like, seems like Republicans, funny enough, are the ones who are, pat, are, are, are proposing laws like this. Joe. It's so funny because um, I was watching this uh, clip. A Fox News correspondent was being interviewed by someone from Mediate. And uh, the person from Mediate said that, you know, I, I, everyone on Fox News is, is, is basically uh, against mask mandates and, and, and vaccine mandates. But you guys have a policy where, where vaccine is mandatory at Fox. But they're sitting there criticizing all of all, all these, all these, uh, you know, vaccine requirements, right? The the mandates and all that. So the guy sitting there telling telling the Fox News correspondent, yeah, but you guys you guys have a mandate too. So like if your own company has a mandate, then how could you speak out against it, right? And then, you know, people who who are vaccinated, I guess uh uh Geraldo Rivera saying if you're vaccinated, you should not be speaking out against Vaccine mandates? No. Why? Why is that? That's that's a choice. Just because you do something doesn't mean everyone else has to follow you. You're supposed to have freedom of choice in this country. So I just find it very, very uh, ironic that you know Fox News is, 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 who speaks out against vaccine mandates, but their own company has a mandate. And then oh, he's, and then he's like, oh well, it's not really a mandate. If you don't get vaccinated, then you have to get tested every week, and you have to submit your negative test result. But once again, that's that's a, that's you're telling people that they have to get tested every week. So it's 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 it's, it's another form of control. And a lot of companies are doing that. Some companies that they won't even let you get tested every week and 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 have the opportunity to provide a negative test. They want you to have the vaccine. You, If you don't get the vaccine, Mark Cuban said, if you don't get the vaccine, you can't work for me. He, he's get, he prepared to fire his half his staff if they don't want to get the vaccine. How do you do that? How do you just get rid of everybody and, and hire new people? You have people who have been there forever, and then you're just going to get rid of them because they don't want to get a vaccine. Well, and I, the funny thing is if the vaccine is, ten, is intended to protect you, I mean, that's why you got it. That's what I got, why I got it. Um, a, why do we still need to wear a mask uh, for ourselves if we are vaccinated and feel that we're protected? I mean, it's the reason we took the vaccine. But B, why are we concerned about other people wearing a mask? Uh, I mean, are we going to have to wear a mask in perpetuity? The fact is, we have now reached an endemic level with this virus it's not going anywhere people are going to catch it people are going to 
hopefully recover from it, especially if they're vaccinated. So what benchmark do we need to hit to rid ourselves of the mask? Or will it be, to your point, Joe, uh, a little bit of this? And shout out to Glenn Greenwald, who's got a great channel. People should check it out. Uh, This was him essentially showing footage of AOC. AOC, look at you, you pretty thing, you. Uh, the socialist, I'm putting air quotes for those of us who are um, not uh, able to uh, see us. And check it out. Aww, you so as Glenn points out here, I mean, a mask-free AOC and her boyfriend I guess her friends there too, right? Are tended to by a team of mask wearing servants. Uh, again, she got elected saying she was going to represent working class people. Uh, I've never really met a Republican or Democrat that really has done that, to be honest. But she said that she was going to do that. I guess representing working class people means wearing a dress to a bougie elite gala. Uh, that says tax the rich. Woo, what a political statement. Um, and again, her servants are wearing masks. Uh, she's maskless. So how much, how much did that dress cost? God only knows. I mean, so, I mean, is this where we're heading? Workers, frontline people, me, you, uh, the people that are putting together AOC's dresses, uh, we're required to continue to wear masks all day long, nonstop, living behind a mask. Well, essentially, the elite and those who serve them, like AOC, uh, gallivant around in pretty dresses and don't have to wear a mask. Is is that something that you could potentially see, Joe? You know, your your bartender have to wear a mask. Your mechanic have to wear a mask. Your CVS attendant have to wear a mask, but you, you know, you don't have to wear a mask as long as as long as they're serving you. Is that where we are, and is that where we're going, Joe? I think we're already there, and I don't see any end in sight. I just don't see any end in sight. They're going to milk us as long as they can. They're going to continue to string us along. They're going to continue to keep moving the back the goalposts. Every time we get ahead, they're going to find. You know, we we can't just report good news you have people that just go out of their way to bring up things about this this virus and it's just not true they're just not honest about it they're just not honest about it the data is telling us that this pandemic is pretty much over but we're not acting like it is I mean, I got to also push back on something, slight tendency, salute to slight, slight tendencies. I'm going to ding the bell for you. Big supporter of Maestro Boxing. Um, but, you know, I don't really understand why, and I don't know if you're saying this or not, but I mean, you're talking about, um, I believe, Glenn Greenwald being right. I don't know why it's a right-wing stance to question mask mandates. Um I don't really know if that's a left or right issue. Well, because the sheep have been the sheep have been taught that, you know, it, it, it's it's the it's the democratic uh, virtue signal and playbook that these guys in the chat have already not not all these guys, but quite a few people in the chat they've already adopted that that they're they're they've been brainwashed. They're part of a team. 
So he says, my grandmother was a surgeon who wore a mask 12 hours a day. So when I hear grown men whining like babies about wearing a mask, I just shake my head pretending the virus isn't real, won't make it go. So again, okay, so your grandmother wore a mask 12 hours a day. So now Joe has to wear one 12 hours a day to do his job. So I got to do, I got to do. I got to do what you want me to do and what other people do. I can I don't have freedom of choice. I mean, I'm, you know, so I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't get I mean, it. Let's not, let's not be stupid. Surgeons wear masks regardless of what's going on. That's, that's the protocol. Well, you're going to, you're going to operate on somebody coronavirus or no coronavirus. That's your job. Okay. Sean Porter was in the ring on Saturday, right? Taking punches for ten rounds. He wasn't like like like. Am I going to make a false equivalency to that? What, like like, what does that have to do with anything? Look, people, I, people do a job. They do a job. They get hired to do a job. They do a job. Like like, like it, it's it's the protocol to wear a mask when you're a surgeon, anyways. But there's also a reason for it. Honestly, slight tendencies, and I respect you a lot, but I got to clap back at this. Uh, there's a reason why surgeons wear masks. I mean, the people they're operating on are, are under the knife. They're susceptible to infection. They're susceptible uh, oftentimes because they have weakened immune systems. Well, they're cut open too, Maestro. Yeah, their I organs, mean, their organs, and 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 the, you know the insides of the of the body are exposed. Yeah, I mean that's not that's it's not a, my life. Again, that's like not, what's, that's I, a false I, equivalency. I didn't sign up for that. I'm sorry. I didn't like, like, sign up to wear a mask Sean, every Sean, time I leave my apartment. I didn't do it. Sean ahead, Porter Sean. was taking punches for 10 rounds. That doesn't mean everyone else has to take punches for 10 rounds. That's what he chose to do. I don't I didn't see you getting in the ring, slide tendencies and taking and, and taking punches for 10 rounds. You weren't in there. Where were you? Absolutely. And look, things seem to be heating up at the beginning. I love, I love the virtue signaling. I love the virtue signaling. You know. Here we go. Let's go to Ronald Finkley. He brought the super chat. Got to go to my brother, Ron. Ronald says, I have faith. So to cut the spread, I got it. We had very few cases in my state. Um, so I'm guessing you're saying you got the vaccine. I got the vaccine. Joe got the vaccine. I got the vaccine. Today, it's not even about the vaccine. We got the vaccine. At least I did. You could speak for yourself, Joe. Because I thought it would liberate me from having to wear a mask all day long. Me too. One of the major reasons. Look, I don't hide it. I don't like wearing a mask. I don't like it. I don't want to do it. I do it because I'm required to do it as a condition of my employment. That's it. If somebody told me at work I didn't have to wear a mask, I wouldn't wear a mask. I don't like breathing my own breath all day long, and it's not because I drink coffee. I don't know what the long-term effects of this are. There's a reason you inhale and exhale. There's a reason we've evolved to do that. It's a reason why you have an immune system. There's a reason why we have an immune system. It's supposed uh, to let it work. We didn't evolve to be covering our faces all day long. Um, I'm sorry. I, I didn't I didn't sign up for this. Well, unfortunately, I did as a condition of my employment, Joe. We 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 all did, right? We all have to freaking follow follow what, what we're told to do. So the control is just gonna get be, you know, it's never gonna end. And you can't tell me this isn't about control. This isn't about power. This isn't political. Yeah, you can't tell me that. You just can't tell me this is about just the science because 
it doesn't make sense because you have other scientists telling saying that we don't need the masks. There's only there's a divide here, and and because one group of people are in power, that's why you have what you have. Now, obviously, you, the states are going to be able to make the decisions they want to make because we're a federalist country. But why is it that one political party is masks is pro mask and one isn't? It's very why? simple. One is in power, the other is in opposition. Exactly. One one uses it as a virtual signal. The other uses it as a symbol of, of rebellion well, against, against the current government. Let one me part, go ahead, Joe. I was going to say, one party is going to always do and have a stand opposite of the other just for the sake of disagreeing. Yeah. Um, Chilla Killa says, you think you got a vaccine. You think what you allowed these psychos to inject your body is a vaccine, and I have some beachfront property in Montana that I would like to sell you. Look, I don't, I don't, I'm not dead yet, so I don't, I don't um, subscribe necessarily to that, but I totally understand it. Um, I mean, we live in a country that sold uh, the nation on uh, there being chemical weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. Um, amongst many other things that have turned out not to be uh, true. So if people are skeptical about what they're seeing on a daily basis in the corporate-run news media, I, I understand that skepticism. I'm not all the way there with, you know, the vaccine isn't a vaccine and maybe they're inserting me with some kind of genetic tracking or whatever the case may be. Uh, I'm not I'm not there with that, but I understand the skepticism. Um I also understand the skepticism when we're getting dictates that have nothing to do with science. You know, we're getting dictates that are based essentially on everyone wearing an N95 mask properly. Uh, Joe, I don't know how many people you see wearing N95 masks regularly. I don't see that many. Um, do you? No. Nope. Because you can't get them. I don't even think you can get them on Amazon anymore. Yeah. Now you now you can, but at the, when 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 we were at the height of this pandemic, you couldn't get them. They were all being shipped to the medical facilities. Yeah, now you can get them, but before you couldn't. I mean, let me go to El Chido Book Sale with the super chat. You know how hard it is to stack boxes with masks. I'm guessing he he does that. Oops, sorry. I, Buck sale with the super chat. I'm guessing it's quite hard. Look, doing anything with a mask on is, is hard. And I get it's like tendencies. Your, your grandmother was a surgeon, and I commend her for that career decision and for saving lives. But there's a very specific reason why dentists and doctors and nurses have historically worn masks. Um, and again, they're wearing the kind of masks that oftentimes are different than the ones that are being distributed to regular people like us. Have you heard of the term surgical mask, Joe? Yes. Is that what you wear? No. Nope. Definitely not what I wear um, at all. So, look, I, I see a lot of what's going on in boxing. We started the show for those of you who weren't with us earlier. Um, essentially symbolizing what's going on in broader society. You've got... And I'm, I'm dropping the link if anybody wants to join in and the, the phone line is open too if anybody wants to call in on this. But we see fight after fight where a trainer that's already been tested, 
uh, that's already passed COVID protocols, uh, is working a corner wearing a regular cloth or, you know, I just call it a, a, a mask, not anything going to be that preventative. Um, certain times you see referees wearing it. Sometimes they don't wear it. Uh, you see fighters facing off with masks sometimes. And other times they're not wearing masks at all. Uh, I, there, there's a lot of inconsistencies uh, about this. And look, at what point does start to just ask the question, what's the benchmark? What data point do we need to hit where I can say, uh, employer, uh, I think that uh, we hit this as a society. Uh, I no longer want to, uh, to do this. Now, I'm going to play a little bit Joe, and I want to get Eve's reaction uh, to seeing this. All right, because we're now, we've gone from vaccine mandates uh, to now some of them are even kids and getting the vaccine. At schools across the country, it's a new chapter on COVID-19. Shots are rapidly going into arms, with the White House revealing a million 5 to 11-year-olds have already received a dose and hundreds of thousands of appointments scheduled. The crush of jabs, combined with classrooms and communities seeing fewer infections, has led some school districts to remove mask mandates. All I want is my child to be able to get a proper education without having to wear a mask. This, as the CDC director warns that pulling mask requirements might be premature. I would say masks are for now, but we they are not forever. Nationwide, just over half the states have no rule on masks in schools. 17 require them, though some like Pennsylvania are about to ease those rules, and a few ban mandates altogether. That was the case in Texas until a federal court just forced Governor Greg Abbott's hand, ruling that banning mask mandates violates the constitutional rights of students with disabilities or vulnerable to illness. So... You know, mask mandates have hit schools. Uh, and the funny thing is that the report says these mandates are still in schools despite the fact that cases are going down. So cases are going down. Uh, mandates are going up. I'm not quite understanding that, Joe. Could, do you think you could explain that to me? Political, brother. COVID cases going down. Uh, mass mandates being spread uh, all, over, all over the country. In addition to the fact that now people are getting you know, kids are getting the jab uh, left, right, and center um, and having to wear masks. Look, again, for me, this is really just down to the science. I just want somebody to explain the decisions that are being made. Joe. I agree, man. I agree. I just think that there's just so, so much conflicting information and there's still people out there who are medical professionals, they're doctors that question Dr. Fauci, they question the CDC, they question the science because the science just doesn't make sense because you have studies that are contradicting what Dr. Fauci is saying. You have studies that are contradicting with some of the things the CDC is saying. They first told us that if you got the, if you got the vaccine that you would be protected you could still get COVID, but you wouldn't get sick. Well, some people got the vaccine and they still got sick after getting COVID. Uh, we were told that, you know, getting the vaccine, it, you know, you could still spread it. So then what's the sense of getting the vaccine then if you can still spread it, right? What's the sense of all these children getting the vaccine? Which if they can, if they can, 
It's not going to protect them. They're still good. They can still get it. And 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 even if they do get it, wear a mask. Even if they do get it, the chances are they're not going to get sick from it. So it is what it is. So look, I told Joe the other day I wanted to introduce a topic called uh, the Bob and Weave, and we saw the CDC director uh, in the last clip uh, essentially talking about um, the requirements to wear a mask. Um, before I get to that, though, I'm going to take a call because I got a call coming in from um, Ohio. Um, let's get that call right now. Let's see if we get attached. Hello. Hello. All right, Ohio. If you could call back, I'll uh, I'll get you right back on. I saw somebody jump in there in our in our line as well. Uh, so if you want to call back, uh, feel free to do it. Mr. Pigeon um, can wait for a moment. Because I want to, again, introduce the Bob and Weave. We got a political person here essentially being asked a very simple, direct question. Uh, and again, it's the same CDC director who is the one telling us, still keep wearing masks. Uh, Joe, let's have a look. Let's have her. Let's have a look at her. Bob in Dr. Walensky, um, a couple things. As I walked in, I came in late. One of either you or Dr. Fauci were saying that the reason that we're not saying that natural immunity is protective as is a vaccine, even though there's recent publications showing that six to eight months out, 92% of those with natural immunity have T cells, B cells, and antibodies that would be considered adequate to protect. And indeed, B cell continues to climb. That we don't have data. Now, in your response to Mr. Casey, you just mentioned that CDC has access to tens of thousands of EHRs. And I've been told that HHS or CDC has access to patient identifiable data as to who tests positive. So I do that as a prologue. If we don't know that natural immunity confers protection against future infection, it's because we've decided not to look. Because I've learned that there is a cohort of people that we know have been previously infected. We've got the bench research showing that the uh, triad of antibodies, T cells, and B cells are there, and that 92% of them are still there at age at six months out. So why don't we, why have we not done the research showing that natural immunity confers protection against recurrent infection? Yeah. So just to tell you where that is essentially people say ah well natural immunity doesn't work because it wanes rather quickly um it wears off therefore you need to get vaccines you need to get the booster shots and what he's essentially asking is why aren't we doing any research on that have a listen and by the way callers i'll take your calls after this segment yeah thank you so much for allowing me to clarify this point because i understand i understand the question Yeah, he was dropped off a little bit. I cannot hear what this woman is saying. 
But once again, there's Did there's you doctors. Have a year and a half ago. Did you have? Were you an older? Can person? I stop before? Were you? Go ahead, Joe. No, I mean these. They're they're again. You know, you there's a there's there's a group of doctors that question what's being put out there, and there's another group of doctors that is going along with a, a specific political party. So. I've been, I've, been told, I've been told I lost audio, so let me run that. Protection against recurrent infection. Yeah, thank you so much for allowing me to clarify this point because I understand, I understand the question. Um, first of all, let me just reiterate that our current stand-up for reviewing 96 papers and the scientific brief on this issue is that everyone who's been previously infected should be vaccinated. But that's um, not my question. Right, agreed. So, so, and part of the challenge here is, as you know, the infection-induced immunity and the biases associated with retrospectively looking at the data. Several of those papers that we reviewed for that brief have demonstrated that the kind of disease that you had at the time you had it matters. Um, did you have disease a year and a half ago? Did you have, were you an older Can person? Can I stop before a second? You we could do this prospectively. Because you know who is actually, apparently, I'm told, you've got patient-identifiable data. and you She's a CDC director. As far as I'm concerned, her job is to relay very important scientific information as it relates to medicine to the general public. She was asked a pretty simple question. Joe, did you understand what the hell she was saying? I mean, in no, the she's tap, tap, she's tap dancing. It was a word salad. She was bobbing. She was weaving. Uh, I want to get to the call. We've got a call. Area code nine three seven. You're live. Can you hear us? Nine three seven. What's up, Maestro? I'm good, fam. Who is this? What's up? This is Jesse from Ohio. Oh, good to hear from you, bro. What's your point? Um, and, and what, 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 what uh, would you like to talk about? I was I was just gonna say that uh, I understand where a lot of people are coming from about masks. I haven't had a I've been lucky to not get, I haven't been laid off or anything during my entire, uh, since the beginning, COVID and all that. I got, uh, we have to wear masks and everything. And um, I've seen it affect a lot of people and I think some people are getting tired of it. But I think there's just a lot of misinformation though when it comes to people's criticisms of it. Not just masks, but like the vaccine. And they always want to kind of guise it around, well, I'm just asking questions. But the problem is, is that the people that are asking questions, they're always asking the same questions <laughs> that a lot of these people that are trying to make money off of this stuff, like off of the disinformation. Like, I've seen you had, I'll give you an example too. Yeah, go a, for it. I, I used to, Go I used it. to be a big Jimmy Dore fan, a big Jimmy Dore fan. I was on his Patreon for three years. I uh, almost got to see him live, but they canceled it before uh, COVID happened and all that. One of the things that, and, and, and I don't disagree with him on everything. It's not that I, I hate him now or something, but I don't like that <laughs> he's taking certain articles that are that are reported that talk about how COVID. Like, if you look at the Singapore article that he shared, and he corrected all that stuff, but the problem is, is that you know how you know how YouTube, you know how the internet works. Once it's on there, people are just going to believe it, and they're not going to challenge it, and they're going to use it to justify anything. Like, I see people arguing on here every single day that the moon landing was fake, and they can prove it, and they've got scientists and doctors that can prove it. <laughs> it's so... 
it's such a it's it's a minefield. So it's hard to. At the same time, though, I agree with you that the same government they don't have credibility when it comes to telling people what's good for them and what's bad for them. So I get it, but here, I just try to tell people. Here's my yeah, here's, go ahead, go ahead, here's, go ahead. here's my thing about skepticism and hesitancy, right? Uh, mm-hmm. We live in a country where the impact of the federal government is not as pronounced as it is in countries where they provide more health care, in countries, or any health care at all, actually, uh, in countries yeah. <laughs> where, uh, you know, they have more access to clean water. Think about Flint, Michigan. Think about Barack Obama going there and pre- pretending to take a sip of, of Flint water well, when he was faking it. Uh, we live in a country where, hysterical. yeah, where a lot of, of, of federal dollars goes towards funding prisons and not things that would actually benefit people's daily lives. And then, you know, we, we, we now go into these communities that have seen no positive impact of government and expect them to roll up the sleeve and take a jab or, uh, you know, go to the local CVS and buy a box of 100 masks and wear them dutifully every day. I understand that frustration. I don't blame people who have those sentiments for those uh, those feelings. Like, I, I, I understand where they're coming from. Uh, Joe, and then we'll go back to the caller. What's the question? Do you understand the hesitancy, the reluctance of people who have not really experienced anything positive from government when government goes in there and tells them what to do uh, as it relates to the vaccine and masks? I think government is essential in certain areas. Uh, you know, if, if you're going to have work done in your house and you're having a contractor do the work for you, obviously you want a building inspector to watch that contractor because you don't want him to burn your house down by wiring your, your house improperly, right? I think if you don't keep an eye on these banks, they're going to exploit people like you and I or the working man, right? The, the deck is stacked against us when these big banks can do whatever they want. They have all this control. So I think at some point the government has to regulate these banks so they don't gouge us. But even still, they, they'll, they'll bail these banks out too because they're too big to fail. So the government is useful in certain areas when they help us. But when they just tell us what to do for the sake of controlling us, just so they can have power and just so they can stay in power, then it doesn't really serve us any good. Um, You know, you have one political party that's going to push these mandates because they're the, they're the party in in power and they want to control people and they, and and they want people to uh, be relying on them. So then they'll turn around and vote for them and keep them in office. That's why they were giving money out. That's why they were trying to, you know, have people not go back to work and we're just going to give you money because then they're saying to themselves, these are the people that are going to come back and vote for us next, next term. And that's, and that's what this all, this is that, that's what this is all about. This is all about votes. It's what it is. Let's be honest. It's, it is definitely about votes, but like I said, I don't blame the person who's hesitant because if they're hesitant, really what that means is they, there's a total lack of trust in government and in the politicians and 
no one trusts the government. You that, know? that have been that have been telling telling us what to do, like uh, the, the head of the CBC, who we just saw getting grilled. Uh, caller, what, what yeah, are your here. thoughts? Go ahead. I I I agree with uh, Joe that we we've got to have certain regulations and put put in place. Um, I think that I don't think it's entirely fair to say that it's all one political party that's that's pushing it because and I'll, I'll explain why because I think that the reason that this outbreak was able to pop off the way that it did is because the last person that was in charge his administration cut an unprecedented amount of money to the, to, to not not only to uh not only to uh, um not, it's not vaccine research but not only uh to the uh pandemics department so when things did go bad i'm not and i'm not trying to make any excuses for them because they they could have done stuff too but i think it's a little more complicated than than to just say that and and you know if we're, if we're being even i try to be as even-handed as i can like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like maestro. Like I, <laughs> I see it, you know, like, I'd say we're, we're more left. If we both died right now, we'd probably fall to the left. But <laughs> at the same time, though, mm-hmm. I think that the other problem with it is the, like when there's a guy I've seen in the comments, like naming off all these doctors. Look, there's a difference between, <laughs> there's a big difference between someone who's a chiropractor and someone who's a who's an epidemiologist. If I got a heart problem, I'm going to go to a cardiologist. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to get so, so. You know why is it all of a sudden okay to take vaccine expert vaccine advice from from a chiropractor? I'm not saying they can't have an opinion, but everybody's got a doctor that that'll agree with what they say. But that doesn't mean that they're right about anything. And that's what that's what gets me with all the. You know, like, like I, I, you can almost tailor make your own media to whatever you want to believe. Like, no, this is this is true. This is the media landscape that we live in. People consume mm-hmm. media from the within the echo chamber that they want to be a part of. You know, you've got uh, you can one. You can pick what sources you get. Like on Facebook, you can pick like. Well, I'm not on Facebook anymore, but mm-hmm. you can pick like I like this. I like this. I like this. Like my buddy Joe, he's a big time like liberal and, and he's got all MSNBC stuff like every five minutes. And I'm like, don't you ever want to hear a different opinion to myself? Like that's how everybody is now though. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, that, that's definitely how everybody is. I want to thank you for calling in. Thank yeah, you so much. Guys. And, uh, please continue. Like to, my please continue to tune in. Love the show. Joe, take it easy guys. Right, thank man. you so much. So Joe, I'm going to close out again. I want to return to this real quick because, uh, the simple questions continue to be asked, but the simple questions, unfortunately, uh, don't get answered. Check it out. Oh. of employees at, at, at CDC headquarters are working rude, but but um, we are following um... are vaccinated. Understand this, and they feel a little bit like we are being willfully blind to it. I have limited time. Let me just ask you something else. What percent of CDC employees are vaccinated we're actively encouraging vaccination in all of our employees and doing a lot of education and outreach in order to get our agency fully vaccinated and the, the percentage. I, I, 
boss that Joe. So you don't have a percentage. She doesn't want. She doesn't want to. She doesn't want to give the answer. I don't have that for you today. I'm told that 75, um, some north of 75 percent of CDC employees at headquarters are still working remotely. Is that correct? Um, we are following uh, regulations through HHS and the federal government. No, that's not my question. I apologize to be rude, but 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 I'm asking a very straightforward question. I've been told that north of 75% of employees at, at, at CDC headquarters are working remotely. Is that correct? Senator, I don't actually know the number off the top of okay, my head. When you so look I'd down the to... hallway, are there empty desks? <laughs> <laughs> empty. Senator, I don't have the numbers off the top of my head. What I will tell you is that we're working closely with Okay, him. so look, people are going to my head. So why are you showing this? What is it all about? You walk down the hallway, do you see you uh, you uh, you're working under a vaccine mandate, correct? Yes. I'm working under a vaccine mandate. Now, for those of you who aren't catching this, this is the point. The people that are pushing for these mandates are themselves not enforcing their what they're pushing on well, just like just like Fox News, they're pushing back and and they 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 don't want the mandates, but they have a mandate. So th- again, it's not. I'm criticizing both sides. Seventy five percent of CDC workers are working remotely. How many of them are vaccinated? We don't know. So they want us out there on the front lines, vaccinated, wearing masks, you know, being loyal. Workers, you know, going to work every day with the lunch pail, clocking in, clocking out, you know, while wearing a mask. Uh, Meanwhile, they're at home, I guess, working remotely on their desktop, remote desktops with no mask on, probably sipping coffees and telling us what to do. Area code 612, you're on live. Who is this? Hey, my show is Tinman. How are you? I'm good, Beryl. Thank you so much for calling in. Uh, hey, nice show. Uh, hi, Joe. Hope you're doing fine. Thank you, brother. I'm doing good. How you this doing? This is my guy right here. This is my guy. What's cooking? Oh, oh man. Yeah, you got my blood boiling here. Uh, we, I think we have reached a stage where we, uh, we need to accept that we have to live with this virus. That's point number one. Uh, point number two is Israel and Ireland where... Uh, the highest vaccination by vaccinated countries have seen a surge, a resurgence of the COVID. So I don't know what the vaccine has done. And number three, I I know personally know at least two cases where there have been uh, side effects uh, of the virus. One one person almost got a stroke. The other person developed breathing problems. Uh, thank God none of them uh, were fatal. But they, these things are genuine. Even doctors in India, they are not willing to say that this is because of the vaccine. Uh, few doctors are willing to say, yes, uh, don't take the second dose. And uh, it was, for one case, it was a family doctor who told us that, yes, it's an allergy to the vaccine. So even the doctors are not, I don't know if they are being forced to say this or if they are... Uh, you know, they're genuinely ignorant of it. I, I don't know. Third thing, uh, douchebag Fauci. He was caught red-handed by uh, Dr. Rand Paul saying that he does not fund gain of function. And then later on it comes out in a report that, yes, NIH was funding gain of function. 
so i don't know why are we are taking advice from a person who caused the who in part caused this issue in the first place and uh, yeah the last point is uh, yeah this mandate never worked uh, we've learned now from certain european countries like sweden and norway who have lifted or never had any kind of serious uh, lockdown that they almost have the same rates of infection as countries which had lockdown so uh, people are not seeing the other dark part of this lockdown they are not seeing the high uh, especially among children the high uh, drug overdoses that are happening the level of domestic violence the level of suicide that's happening uh, overall even among adults so uh, the government has miserably failed in uh, evaluating the cost of life will be lost due to covid and the the cost of life that will be uh, lost uh, due to other circumstances and even children's learning it, uh, they have been sent 5 years behind according to some studies so they are not going to get back those uh, years so i think people uh, now have to realize these uh, uh, these points and uh, i think 2022 and 2023 hopefully they will change their pattern but i don't see any differences happening i i feel it's going to be a bring back mandates and then removing them bring back mandates and then removing them that's what's going to happen yeah that's no these, these are great points and just to keep you on for a second i have a very good friend who's from india and has family there and uh there were there was a huge number of deaths at a certain point in india and he told me something very interesting he told me that and i haven't looked into this fully so i can't necessarily verify this but this is what he said that initially they were giving people steroids and um as as treatment there and later on those people were dying and they were attributing it to covid but a lot of it had to do with heart failure that was related to the kind of treatment uh that they had been getting and i can kind of believe that because uh, myocarditis also is has been something that um you know people have been experiencing a lot as as kind of a side effect of the vaccine do you know anything about the the indian thing that i just brought up so uh, yeah that was uh, some of the cases there were other cases where there was a lack of uh, oxygen uh, cylinders and uh, the other thing was uh, we just didn't have enough vaccines yeah. that was uh, another factor so till we got our vaccine supply uh, in con- uh, control uh, we did have a big surge uh there were a lot of uh, small street elections where people gathered in crowds and that amplified it there were a lot of religious congregations which mm-hmm. amplified those the factors yeah uh religious events which uh, amplified the number of cases but uh, people didn't take it seriously initially and that's what uh, caused the issue and uh, india is not a country where we can uh, survive a lockdown for a long time we can't we are not economically viable like the other western countries so Uh, i think we should have taken it seriously initially uh, we should have got our plan in order and i don't know why our prime minister wanted to donate more uh, vaccines across the, uh, to other countries where we needed that uh, supply so there were mistakes but now there's no point uh, crying over spilt no i agree great points as always brother please keep calling back please continue to support Maestro A Boxeo Boxing. Uh you have a great night out there. You too. Good night. Good Absolutely. night too. Absolutely. You take, take care. care. Bye. Bye. 
Great call as always. Look, Joe, I'm going to finish up here before we send people over to D-style boxing with something that was just brought up, which is the issue of the gain-of-function research. Now, again, oh, well, Maestro, you know, you're talking about masks, and now you're getting into all of these weird conspiracy theories. No, look, the issue, the issue is it's all connected. The people that are telling us to do certain things on a day Today basis said other things that have turned out not to be true. Mm-hmm. Serious things. I don't agree with Ron Paul or his son Rand Paul on many things related to politics or anything else, to be perfectly honest with you. But on this one, I gotta side with the guy. Gain of function research, for those of you who don't know, is essentially when you take a virus that exists in the animal world, for instance, and manipulate it so that it can affect infect human beings. All right. Under the guise of, well, we need to see how this happens so that we can prevent it in the future. And they deny that they did this kind of research. Turns out that, well, maybe they did. so true. Let's have a listen. You continue to support NIH money going to Wuhan. You continue to say you trust the Chinese scientist. You appear to have learned nothing from this pandemic. Will you today finally take some responsibility for funding gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Senator, with all due respect, I disagree with so many of the things that you've said. Gain, first of all, gain-of-function is a very nebulous term. We have spent, not us, but outside bodies, considerable amount of effort to give a more precise definition to the type of research that is of concern that might lead to a dangerous situation. You are aware of that. That is called P3CO. We're aware that you deleted gain of function okay. from the NIH well, website. Well, <laughs> I'll that a moment if we have time. But let's get back to the operating framework and guide rails of which we operate under. And you have ignored them. The guidelines are very, very clear that you have to be dealing with a pathogen that clearly is shown and very likely to be highly transmissible in an uncontrollable way in humans and to have a high degree of morbidity and mortality and that you do experiments to enhance that. Hence the word E-P-P-P, enhanced Pathogens of potential. So when EcoHealth Alliance took the spit it out, Fauci. I don't know what he's saying, but all nervous, man. You can tell when someone's not telling the truth when they start stuttering like that. He's bobbing and is weaving, but he's taking shots. Stuttering, stuttering, Fauci. He's taking heavy shots against the ropes right now. and combined it with WIV one and caused a recombinant virus that doesn't exist in nature, and it made mice sicker. Mice that had humanized cells. You're saying that that's not gain-of-function research? According to the framework and guidelines... So what you're doing is defining a way gain-of-function. You're simply saying it doesn't exist because you changed the definition on the NIH website. This is terrible, and you're you're completely trying to escape the idea that we should do something about trying to prevent a pandemic from leaking from a lab. There's The preponderance of evidence now points towards this coming from the lab, and what you've done is changed the definition right. on your website to try to cover your ass, basically. That's what you've done. You've changed. He's raining down heavy blows, bro. He's raining down lefts and rights. Step back. He's got to throw the towel in, man. They got to throw the towel in. For, for throw the towel. 
Where's Kenny Porter? Where's Kenny Porter? You need to save Fauci. Come Get on, Fauci man. out of there. His preparation wasn't that good for that hearing. It was not. All right, Joe. Uh, that is it for Sucker Punch Episode 3. Guys, they're trying to treat us like suckers out here, but we're not suckers. All right? They're not going to hit us with these sucker punches. We're throwing shots right back. You suckers. And on that note... That is it. Head over to D-Style Boxing right now for HCP D-Style Boxing. We up out of here.